Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, broadcasting from the Selmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield News Team. We are your audio newspaper, and this is episode 81. We thank you for being here. Coming up on this episode, it's Mansfield news and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to the restaurant of your choice with our trivia question of the week. And we thank Adam at Garage Door Rescue for donating the gift cards. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Police officer promotions, park improvements, and bond ratings are all talked about with a moment with the mayor. Who cooks the best steak in Mansfield? We have the answer. Coming up in our features section. A slightly different take on the story of a rich guy going to space. I'm Katrina Brown. This week on your Texas Health Tip of the Week, we are talking about seeking out healthy opportunities during our workday. Because there is no elevator to success, you must take the stairs. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be sharing one of my original cocktails that I created over a decade ago. We have the seven-day weather forecast, and Steve interviews local foodie Ted Wood about some new eateries in town. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hi, this is Paul Duncan with Trinity Roofing and Construction. There are over 7,500 roofers in the North Texas area, and when a major hailstorm blows through town, that number skyrockets with companies as far away as Montana. In the planning stages of re-roofing your home, it's normal for customers to ask questions such as, where are they based out of and how many years' experience do they have roofing in North Texas? Trinity Roofing and Construction can answer each of these questions with confidence. As a family-owned, Mansfield-based business since 2011, Trinity Roofing and Construction recently received a Product Excellence Award by Owens Corning and are a Platinum Preferred Contractor with Owens Corning. Contact us today for a free, no-obligation video roof inspection. Rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, Trinity Roofing and Construction, a Mansfield company, not only replacing roofs, but building relationships. Find us on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. That's trinityroofingconstruction.com. Did you know Southwestern Adventist University is located right in our backyard? SWAU provides a Christ-centered learning environment with hands-on experiences and dedicated professors. For a limited time, local freshmen enrolling for fall 2021 will receive a stackable $3,000 scholarship. SWAU students are able to focus on the instrument of their choice or join the university's choir. Learn more about the music program at Southwestern Adventist University by visiting swau.edu. Hey, business owners, have you thought about growing your business through social media but don't know where to start? Never fear. I'm Sonia Salazar, and Wise Media Group is here offering coaching for do-it-yourself social media marketing, or we can do it for you. We have packages for every budget. Wise Media Group specializes in organic Facebook and Instagram growth. Let's get Mansfield businesses connected in 2021. Give us a call for a free 30-minute consultation at 817 817- 913-2989. That's 817-913-2989. Or find us on social media at Wise Media Group. That's Wise, W-Y-S-E, Media Group on Facebook and Instagram. Wise Media Group, helping you make wise social media marketing decisions in 2021. Hi, this is Teresa Cohagen, Director for Visit Mansfield, and you're listening 
to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by Trinity Roofing and Construction. Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday evening, and here in the studio today, the following opinions are those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Steve. How are you today? Hey, before we get into the uh, the topics of the day, you had a busy weekend out at the lot this Saturday, and uh, with meat mugs and music, you were a judge, a celebrity judge. Yeah, you know, I don't know how uh, much of a celebrity I am, but I tell you this. I sure did enjoy eating all of that food. I, it, it was it was outstanding. Uh, I had the opportunity to uh, be there with Chad Huffines and and uh, Benji uh, and and Benji bless his heart. He'll tell you all the time. Don't even try to pronounce his last name. Yeah. But uh, Benji with our place and uh, their spouses and uh, listen, we had some good food. We had some steak. We had some uh, burgers and uh, you know we had the very hard task of trying to judge which one was the best. But uh, to tell you the truth, it was all good. It was all good. I, I, I went home full uh, because even earlier in the day, the Bethlehem Church, where I serve as a pastor, sure. we celebrated our 151st church anniversary. So uh, it was just a festive time. It this was. A, a day of food and, and, and music. Yes. And all right. And then you got back to work on Monday. Got back to work. Yes, sir. You had an early work session before city council at seven. And and let's talk about that and including a new vision statement. Yes. You know, you know, for for the past, oh, six or eight months. I mean, can you believe it? I've, I've been in this office now for us right at seven months. And we talked about during the campaign uh, that uh, we were going to uh, present to the public our new vision statement. And it is a vibrant city for people and businesses that value world-class experiences, culture, quality, and a second-to-none level of community service in a hometown environment. And and that's who we are. You know, I, I believe that you're guided by Vision. You're guided by, you know, what what your perceptions are of your your town, and uh, that's who we are. And and also, uh, we've adopted an, an acronym, and I appreciate Joe Smolensky uh, for uh, giving us this, where we're pointing toward our true north. You know, we believe that we're going places here in our city, and um, north is an acronym for noteworthy essentials, organizational excellence, remarkable experiences, together as one. And then H is healthy economy. And uh, I am happy to report uh, to our residents that uh, all of those things really are monikers for uh, the city of Mansfield and our city council. I get to work with a great group of people. And that's why last night I also made it official that sure, I sure am going to be uh, uh, running for a a full three-year term. I'd be crazy not to. Uh, This is one of the greatest cities, I believe, in the United States. And uh, I want to keep on pressing and keep on pushing. And I am that guy. You're stating right here on About Mansfield, you're running for re-election. I am running for re-election, so I don't need another individual to ask me that, because everybody in town, all 82,000 of us, listen to About Mansfield. What an endorsement. Seven o'clock, you got down to work. Let's talk about some police officer promotions. Yes. You know, uh, we have, and, and again, I mean, I'm a homer. I am. But you know what? Statistics backs us up here. We have the finest police force uh, in the country. I mean, we're really, really, we're top ranked 
in regard to uh, levels of safety. I was talking with a couple uh, just this past uh, week. They came to City Hall and they wanted to know more about Mansfield. They, they're moving from Hawaii. So, uh, you know, it, it's with a lot of pride that I get to talk about uh, the Mansfield police force and our police officers. So, yes, we did. We, we congratulated uh, Sergeant Toombs. These are all promotions. I mean, these are now the new sergeants. Sergeant Toombs, Sergeant Laura, Sergeant Hale, uh, uh, Lieutenant Yale, and Captain Wayborn. So um, we are in great hands. When you talk about the police and fire and EMT of the city of Mansfield, I'm telling you, Steve, we are second to none. And really, that's why we're going to continue to push for a, a world-class, using the term pun is intended, a world-class uh, public safety uh, facility uh, because we need that. We should be, again, pun, pun intended, we should be second to none when we're talking about uh, the men and women in blue. And we are minutes to everything and second to none. You are better we know it. That's right. We're in the garden spot of the Metroplex. That's right. You also recognized the Water Utilities Department, uh, which is Smolinski's uh, wheelhouse right there. He grew up basically in the in the <laughs> Water Utilities Department. Yeah, and, and yes, he did. Yes, he did. Listen, uh, this this particular recognition, it, it implies that our public water supply system exceeds, it exceeds the acceptable standards of water treatment and system operation. Again, I, I know that Mansfield residents know this, that when all of our neighbors during Snowmageddon, when they lost their water, we had ours. Mm-hmm. You know, we were able to, to turn on the spigot and water came out. We didn't have to boil any water. And it says a lot about the men and women who serve in that area. It really does. You've got some good news to share about the park system. Yeah. And, and you know, another great thing uh, about um, last night was this. And, and again, I, I tell you, Matt Young is doing an awesome job uh, leading our parks department. And that parks board is a number one. Council approved five resolutions, five resolutions on tonight's consent agenda. Two were related to the uh, McClendon Park improvements, McClendon Park West and McClendon Park East and Two also were related to the construction of Gertie Barrett Park, a future neighborhood park that will serve residents in the northwest quadrant of Mansfield. You know, we, we hear all the time uh, from residents that, you know, attention is only given to maybe one sector, one quadrant of the city. And, and I tell you, I want to speak to that because uh, this is a, a case in point where our city council, our city staff is giving good quality attention to the entire city of Mansfield. And, and I believe that that's very important. City of Mansfield's always had a good relationship with TxDOT, and this has continued last night uh, with a, uh, a project going on at Lone Star Road. Yeah. You know, the fifth and final resolution uh, that council approved uh, the other night, it, it, it authorized the city to enter into an advanced funding agreement uh, with the uh, Texas Department of Transportation for local government contributions. And this is going toward these dollars right at about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars is going toward uh, Lone Star uh, Road, uh, the bridges at um, U.S. Highway 287. So uh, what you're going to start seeing is uh 
decorative iron safety railings uh, on those bridges. And um, we're excited about about that. You know, I tell you what, uh, when you serve as the mayor and you serve on the council, you you, you somehow get real excited about roads. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, we know that infrastructure is quite important. So um, I just want to say to our residents, listen, uh, you, you're, seeing, you're seeing all around the city where the roads are torn up. It's because we want to make sure that we don't tear up your cars because oh, yeah. infrastructure is very important important to us. And, you know, to be honest with you, you're going to see some of that uh, even in regard to our bonds and things like that. And, and we're even hoping that the county will partner with us as we make our, our streets and roads better here in Mansfield. We're going to talk about bonds here in just a couple of seconds, but uh, M3 Ranch out at 917 had a, uh, the, the second reading on a zoning change? Yes, we did. And and what it was is to, uh, we, we're bringing in uh, more uh, residential development uh, to that area, uh, it, it along with others, uh, along with others, is is a pristine and going to be a pristine spot uh, for folks to live in. And uh, we just kind of added to that on on last night, but uh, we got that done, and we're looking forward to that development and others and others being uh, again second to none. Certificates of obligation came up on Monday night's agenda. Let's uh, get into that topic. Yeah, council passed an ordinance to authorize the issuance and the sale of the city's. Uh, Series 2021 Certificates of Obligation in an amount not to exceed $9.5 million. I don't know if listeners um, remember, but a few months ago, we were talking about those things, those uh, projects uh, that uh, were already on the ground. We're already working on them. We wanted to make sure that they had the funding for completion. Uh, for example, we, we want to make sure uh, that uh, we have a training tower for our fire. Uh, we want to make sure that we have uh, a, a, a track, so to speak, uh, where our policemen and, and fire as well, where they can uh, practice uh, so that uh, they can be more efficient. So uh, this this is where uh, those dollars come from. We just want to make sure that we have the money to cover it. And um, to be honest with you, uh, I can also celebrate uh, with uh, the other members of council that our ratings, our, our bond ratings have been upgraded, you know, by the uh, by Standard & Poor's and Moody's. And, and so, listen, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, should really help people to uh, uh, know that they need to know about their city is that we're serving as good stewards and we have uh, one of the best uh, finance teams uh, that, um, you know, could be mentioned in state of Texas. And the better the bond rating, the lower the interest when yes, the sir. city of Mansfield goes to borrow money for improvements. Exactly. exactly. Again, the listeners, the, the better the bond rating, the the lower the interest. It's, it's like a uh, checking your credit report. Exactly. Uh, it is exactly that. And, and when you're talking about those those uh, bond ratings and you're talking about that interest rate, uh, Steve, it's crazy, but, but it's like at one point five, 1.7%. I mean, it's simply mind boggling. But again, that is because of the great work that our financial team is doing. And Joe Smolenski is our city manager is leading that. And yeah. uh, council uh, just is working with them together and, and the team is working and making it happen. 
Got anything else on your mind? Well, you know, we, we did talk about um, future capital projects, uh, the Recreation Center and Library, the Active Adult Center, Mansfield Activity Center, uh, the Julian Field Park, a Veterans Memorial, Southwest Community Park, Skinner Sports uh, Complex, the Trail Network. I mean, all these are things that uh, we are deliberating, we're talking about for um, uh, uh, possible items or things that would be on a, an upcoming bond in a bond election. But but I want people to know that we are expecting, we are expecting input from the public. I mean, so uh, none of this is, uh, you know, will be projects where we're going to uh, just do them. Now, we believe that public input is so important because the folks who's paying the taxes, they are the investors. We're called and, and we're, we're elected so that we can advocate on their behalf. So we're listening to you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mansfield. So talk to us and uh, we'll try to do exactly what uh, uh, we hope that you would like to do. Michael Evans, we'll see you in two weeks. I'll see you then. Thank you. There's a moment with the mayor on About Mansfield. The beer was flowing. The music was pumping. But most importantly, the chefs were feverishly grilling at Meat, Mugs, and Music Saturday night at the lot downtown. Team Harris Cook, led by Daryl and Melissa Perez, was the big winner of the night, taking top honors in both the small bites and best steak categories, while Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance won the Best Burger Award. Judges consisted of restaurateurs Chad and Amy Huffines and Benji Arslanovsky, along with celebrity judge Mayor Michael Evans. Winners took home wall plaques and a year's worth of bragging rights. Monday is National Get Out of the Doghouse Day. Generally, when you are in the doghouse, you have fallen out of favor with your spouse or significant other. However, you can also be in the doghouse with a friend or perhaps your boss at work. This day also uses good cliches to get you back into the big house where you belong. Here's some tips on how to check out of Fido's home and return to your own. Put down the technology. Try a face-to-face or handwritten apology. Meet at a favorite coffee house. It starts the talking process. Listen to what the other person has to say. Perhaps send an appropriate gift with a handwritten note about how you are committed to fixing the issue. And want some extra brownie points? Brownies. Bring lots of brownies. If you're still in the doghouse, you're going to want to make sure it's well sealed to keep the rain out. And speaking of the rain, let's check the weather forecast with someone who presumably has never been in the doghouse. Colleen? Let's take a look at the weather for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. Now that it's mid-July, we'll unfortunately be shifting to a more traditional July weather pattern. We're looking at seasonal mid to upper 90s heading through the week, allegedly topping out at 98 degrees on Sunday, still no 100-degree temperatures in our forecast. We'll be mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain next Tuesday. Early this week, we saw a return of Saharan dust. That should be less of an issue by midweek, but it can exacerbate allergy issues while it hangs around. Regarding get out of the doghouse day, if you can't manage to implement Steve's tips to get you back into the main house, your doghouse might need some AC and a fan. I'd get working on those brownies. 
Meanwhile, the Tarrant Regional Water District recommends that Mansfield lawns will need no irrigation this week. Even though the temps will be in the 90s and chances of rain are low, we've had enough rain the past week to keep our lawns green. As always, you can view a map of watering recommendations for North Texas at waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to our features section. So when we come back in 60 seconds, science reporter Dennis Webb talks about rich people going to space. Health specialist Katrina Brown keeps us fit in the workplace in the Texas Health Tip of the Week. And Brian Certain is here with an original cocktail of the week. Also coming up a little bit later on this episode, it's the trivia question of the week. And then I will talk in studio with local foodie Ted Wood about some new eateries in town. Stay with us. I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield. Your logo or emblem defines who you are, so why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparel such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing, to bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing, that your dollars stay local as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or ohanascreenprinting.com. That's ohanascreenprinting.com. Hey Mansfield, did you know cannabis is legal in Texas? I'm Sonia Salazar, co-owner of Wise Wellness. As cannabis educators and advocates, we can answer any questions you have regarding hemp-derived CBD. Wise Wellness carries a variety of products, including oils, topicals, edibles, and pet products. We are located on FM 157 beside Mansfield Fun Jewelry. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, we are offering a buy one, get one free special on select products. Just mention the podcast at checkout. Follow us on social media for our latest updates. Search for Wise Wellness. That's Wise, W-Y-S-E, Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Adams, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This is your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. In this week's science report, Dennis Webb has an observation on the recent space flight of Sir Richard Branson. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. A cool thing happened this past Sunday. Sir Richard Branson, a rich guy, took five of his employees with him to space in his new spaceship above New Mexico. The event has the vibe of a rich guy buying glory and fame. Because space is really hard, I think the larger story is more interesting. That this all happened this month is because of a series of rich people spent lots of money across 26 years, always knowing that they may never see return on the investment, but still hopeful. If you'll bear with me, this money trail illustrates one way that scientific human progress gets funded. The story starts in 1995 when serial entrepreneur Peter Diamandis raised $10 million so his foundation could offer it as a prize to anyone who could take three people to space and back and do it again within two weeks. All of this without government support. Prizes for aerospace breakthroughs go back to the dawn of aviation when a rich New York hotelier offered a $25,000 prize for the person who could fly an airplane from New York to Paris and Charles Lindbergh won that prize. Well, larger donations came from Anusha Ansari and her brother Amir Ansari and the prize was renamed the Ansari X Prize. 
The Ansari family had fled the Iranian Revolution to become tech billionaires here in North Texas. Two years after this donation, and so Anusha flew to the International Space Station on a Soyuz rocket, paying her own way. So back to the XPRIZE. 26 teams around the planet, from optimistic hobbyists to large corporate-backed efforts, indicated their intent to compete. Very few teams even got close. The winner in 2004 was the Scaled Composites team, led by legendary small aircraft designer Bert Rutan. Five of his revolutionary airplanes are now in the Smithsonian's National Air and Space Museum, and his airplanes hold several world records. Rutan's winning design had a big airplane carrying a little rocket plane to 40,000 feet above the ground, drop it off, light the little spaceship's rocket, and fly straight up and return to the Earth as a glider. It is pretty much the same approach as the Air Force's experimental X-15 rocket planes that first flew in 1905. It's just cuter and slower. Rutan's business had the capability to make a good try for the XPRIZE, but he didn't have the money to make it happen. He found Microsoft billionaire Paul Allen, who invested $20 million in the project. This was to win a $10 million prize, so it wasn't a business deal. After winning the XPRIZE, Scaled Composites was approached by Sir Richard Branson to partner on building a fleet of bigger spaceships that could carry more passengers as a commercial venture. If they flew frequently enough, they could make a profit. How hard can it be? They thought they would be flying paying customers in 2010. Branson's company invested a $100 million, and an investment company in Abu Dhabi invested another $280 million. The state of New Mexico invested $200 million to build Spaceport America near Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, and this was a very controversial state appropriation. Virgin Galactic became their anchor tenant and remains to this day. How hard can it be? Well, space is hard. The aircraft that won the X Prize was an extreme, unprecedented design and a prototype. One of the prize-winning flights to space had some very scary moments of instability overcome by a skilled test pilot, so the design of the space plane was good enough to win the prize, but not a safe operational system that you would put your kids on. Virgin Galactic scaled composites team encountered many unforeseen obstacles over the next 17 years in aerospace projects we call this snake bit. In 2007, three scaled composite employees were killed and others injured when a ground test of the space plane's rocket engine exploded. Rocket engines were an unfamiliar technology for this small company. The first Spaceship 2 was unveiled in 2009, though its first rocket-powered flight did not happen until 2013, four years later. Around this time, the designers changed the fuel for the rocket, likely an improvement for regular commercial flights, but this slowed things down as well. In 2014, the fourth rocket-powered test flight of Spaceship 2 ended in disaster, killing one of the pilots and badly injuring the other. Investigators determined that the less experienced pilot prematurely unlocked the movable tail section, leading to the spacecraft break apart as it was moving faster than the speed of sound. Well, this is called pilot error. As always, the blame falls to the designers of the system and the supportive training and procedures for the pilots. This problem was corrected. The replacement Spaceship 2 was rolled out in 2016 and had its first rocket-powered test flight in 2018, finally achieving the design altitude of 55 miles above the surface of the Earth. Virgin Galactic moved its operations from Mojave, California to Spaceport, New Mexico in February 2020, but COVID-19 hit, slowing everything down again. Snake bit. This spaceflight is a remarkable technical and business achievement. It happened as a result of 26 years of challenging engineering and visionary investment. Virgin Galactic's current investors still seek a profit for their $380 million investment. If
if they're able to find a sustained market, manage to sustain 100% safe customer flight operations, the ticket prices will fall and maybe I'll buy a ticket. There's a saying in, in aerospace, no bucks, no buck rogers. Somebody has to pay for the wonderful systems. And this particular path has been very different from government-supported space programs we have seen. Space is hard. If you have any questions about science, send an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. It's time right now for the Texas Health Tip of the Week. And this week, health specialist Katrina Brown talks about how we can stay healthy during the workday. Katrina? We often get stuck in the planning phase of a healthier lifestyle. Finding the right gym membership, ordering the perfect athletic attire, shopping for that tasty organic substitute to replace what we really want to eat, when in reality there are a few things we can do right now to start moving towards a healthier lifestyle. Did you know that setting your alarm and waking up just five minutes earlier in the morning allows for a moment of peace and meditation before jumping into your busy day? We know meditation reduces stress, feelings of anxiety and depression, anger and confusion, but it also increases blood flow and slows the heart rate. It increases energy, reduces pain, and enhances the body's immune system. The best part is it provides a sense of calm, peace, and balance, and we could all use that before heading into work. But before you head out, be sure to eat a healthy breakfast. Smoothies are a quick and easy solution for some people on the go. Just be sure they contain a balanced amount of protein, healthy fats, and plenty of nutrients. Try your best to forego the smoothie mixtures that contain high amounts of sugar and empty carbs to avoid crashing mid-morning. When you get to work, opt for a parking spot a little further away instead of parking close to the building. This will burn a few calories on the way in. Once you get in the building, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Stair climbing can be accumulated across the course of the day, making a significant contribution to the recommended 30 minutes of daily physical activity. Even two flights of stairs climbed per day can lead to six pounds of weight loss over one year. There is a strong association between stair climbing and bone density. It helps you build and maintain healthy bones, muscles, and joints. And of course, stair climbing can help you achieve and maintain a healthy body weight. During the course of your day, be sure to stand and stretch often if you have a desk job. Many office workers are opting for an adjustable standing desktop. While there is not a big difference in the amount of calories you will burn standing versus sitting, there are other health benefits associated with the standing more than sitting, such as less back pain, increased blood flow, including to the brain, which helps you feel more focused, which leads to more productivity. Standing is also known to improve mood and increase energy level. When it comes to lunchtime at the office, the best bet is usually to pack your own healthy lunch to ward off the temptation of the local food establishment, where you may be tempted to go for the high-carb option in a futile effort to avoid the midday slump. But if you do decide to dine out, most restaurants these days have healthy options, so stay strong. A lot of companies these days offer a wellness or health program to their employees that usually include monetary incentives for making healthy choices. So be sure to ask your company's rep and see if you can't bank a little coin while making a big difference in your health. Be sure to wrap up your day at home with a healthy dinner and an evening walk. Walking in the evening and after your last meal of the day will ensure cooler temperatures, less risk of sunburn, promote effective digestion, and help you sleep better. Don't forget the bug spray, though. This is Texas, and the mosquitoes will carry you away. As you can see, there are a multitude of ways to improve your health even during your busy workday. So, until next time, stay healthy, Mansfield. On behalf of Texas Health Hospital Mansfield and reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Katrina Brown. It's time right now for the Cocktail of the Week. Brian Certain has concocted a cocktail of his own. 
Brian? This week's Cocktail of the Week is the Texas Sunset. Back over a decade ago, I set out to improve upon a cocktail that I was making at home called the Lynchburg Lemonade. The cocktail was made with the most famous product to come out of Lincoln County, Tennessee, and the hollow of Lynchburg, Tennessee, which interestingly is a dry county, meaning that alcohol cannot be sold in that county. But that product, as you might have guessed, is the number one selling product in the world, old number seven, Jack Daniels. That classic cocktail went as follows. One ounce of Jack Daniels, one ounce of triple sec, one ounce of sour mix, and four ounces of lemon-lime soda, you know, Sprite. Instructions. Fill a highball glass with cubed ice, pour old number seven over ice, add the remaining ingredients, and stir. Add a lemon wedge for garnish. And that is the original of the Lynchburg Lemonade. And while that is a great cocktail, I thought that maybe I can make a better one. So after a lot of experimenting, I eliminated the lemon-lime soda, I eliminated the sour mix, and I substituted it with limeade. And then later, I actually discovered a product from Republic Brand Spirits that was a jalapeno lime mixture. The interesting kick of jalapeno at the end of the palate has now becoming something of a signature for me. I then put all of the ingredients in a shaker and shake until very cold and then strain and serve into a chilled martini or coupe glass. I then would top with a splash of Chambord or raspberry liqueur. Originally, I called this a Bardstown Limeade as a counter to the Lynchburg Lemonade. But after holding the glass up after pouring one one night to one of our glorious Texas sunsets, I realized that I had copied the colors of that sunset and thus renamed the cocktail the Texas Sunset. I have now served hundreds, dare I say thousands of these to friends, both old and new, to critical acclaim, including as part of my winning appetizer in 2019 at the Meat, Mugs, and Music competition at The Lot in downtown Mansfield. I've also entered this in several cocktail competitions with great success. But again, as always, don't worry about taking notes as I'm giving out the ingredients and the instructions. They are always posted on bourbongospel.com. The ingredients, two ounces of a good hundred proof bourbon like Weller or Evan Williams bottled and bond, four ounces of Simply Limeade, one ounce of Paula's orange liqueur, and one ounce of peach liqueur. I then add a small splash of jalapeno extract. Now, I use a product from a company called Amaretti, and it's their Amaretti jalapeno extract, but I will tell you, a little goes a long way. And then we finish it with a splash of Chambord. For simplicity, you could use four ounces of the Republic brand jalapeno lime mixer instead of the limeade and the jalapeno extract. Directions. Pour the limeade, the bourbon, the Paula's, the peach liqueur, and the small splash of jalapeno extract into a shaker glass full of ice. Put top on the shaker and shake until very, very cold. Strain into a chilled martini or coupe glass, and then slowly pour a splash of Chambord into the cocktail, completing the sunset effect, and enjoy. Many people have called this a bourbon Rita, and I'll take that as a compliment. As always, I'm open to hear your take and input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad. 
but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Congratulations to John Teixeira, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. Which county contains more Mansfield real estate, Alice or Johnson? According to Google Maps, approximately 12.6 square miles of Mansfield lies within Johnson County. Ellis County claims just two square miles. John has won a $25 restaurant gift card, courtesy of Garage Door Rescue. After the break, this week's trivia question of the week. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities. can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows such as Ask Philip, On the Mark, Grown and Unfiltered, and Daughter of the Other Woman, just to name a few, and handles post-production duties for remote clients such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Epic Voices and Conversations from Palm Springs. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast or if you're just looking for a better place to record podcast mansfield recording studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com that's podcastmansfield.com in 1999 mansfield cares was founded to be the safety net for those in need in our great city mansfield cares built the first free medical dental eye clinic and the warehouse that is home to the only food bank in mansfield Our city's seven food pantries, Feed the Kids program, Back to School Bash, and college scholarships have all benefited from Mansfield Cares. Become a part of Mansfield's safety net. Donate today at mansfieldcares.org. That's mansfieldcares.org. It's time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to the restaurant of your choice, courtesy of Garage Door Rescue. It's fireman-owned since 2007. When it comes to your garage door needs, Garage Door Rescue provides fast and reliable results. You can find them on the internet at garagedoorrescuellc.com. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, with 46 school campuses in its arsenal, the Mansfield Independent School District keeps track of tens of thousands of our area kiddos. This week's question is, how many students are currently enrolled in the Mansfield Independent School District? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, how many students are currently enrolled in the Mansfield Independent School District? Good luck, and thanks to Adam at Garage Door Rescue for the gift card. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And in the studio today... He's been a guest here on the uh, the talk show here uh, a couple of times when we did the six tacos in six days. He was a part of that promotion. But also, if you go back to episode seven, February of 2020, uh, he was the in-studio guest and we talked about restaurants 
about restaurants here in Mansfield, about restaurants that are surrounding areas, uh, South Arlington and things like that. And so, since it's been a little over a year since we've talked about new restaurants, and COVID seems to be decreasing here in Mansfield, people are starting to get out and dine some more. Back in the studio, we welcome back to About Mansfield, Ted Wood. Hello, Mansfield. You were also, back when I first opened Podcast Mansfield, you were the very first person I interviewed. Do you remember that? I do. Back at the old place. I do, yeah, off Walnut Creek there. Yeah. We talked about restaurants. and Remind the listeners, because I find this really fascinating, that your status with Yelp was very impressive. Yes, there was. Uh, Yelp has a program called the Elite Program, which they hold for members who course, do a lot of eating, a lot of out and about things, write a lot of reviews, take a lot of pictures. And so you get this status designation as an elite member. And one of the benefits of that is uh, they would have members only events. Uh, you would get to attend soft openings at restaurants, um, have you know private access to certain events that they would throw. And I haven't checked recently if it's still as active as it was due to COVID and everything like that. Um, but I, I was writing reviews and participating with Yelp for at least eight or nine years uh, and maintained an elite status then. So I mean, it's it's not like a trophy I have on my wall, you know. <laughs> and and some people some people probably even think. Wow! All he does is eat out, which I I kind of do, um, but I do cook a lot, and um, you know I like to stay in touch and in tune with what's going on, uh, mainly locally with the restaurant world. You know, right. there, there's it's always changing. Um, sometimes it's growing, sometimes it's not. Um, and these Yelp events, not only in Mansfield but Dallas, Fort Worth, and all it, it, it's segmented. All place. Yeah, so there were there was two camps basically. There was a Fort Worth region and there was a Dallas region. Uh, at one point when we first started, well, when I first started doing this, it was combined as one group and it just grew too large. Uh, so they separated it and I participated mainly with the uh, Fort Worth side. So we got very familiar with a lot of places, uh, restaurants and happenings on the Fort Worth area, uh, but they would cover North South as well. It, would the term be Yelper? Are you a Yelper? Are you yeah. Okay. And so, if you knew that, all right, I'm going on vacation into New Orleans. Can you look up on the New Orleans Yelp as a an elite VIP and get yourself into a, a private party? No. I mean, being part of the program has really no benefits on the surface. You gotcha. can't call contact a place. Um, and say, I'm a member, uh, which is a, a lot of restaurants do, or places do. It's not just restaurants. They they consider that, and they think that if you're one of these elite members, then uh, you'll write a great review if I give you something or offer you a perk that I don't normally do people. It doesn't work that way at all. I'm just a regular diner uh, patron. I don't take advantage of that moniker to try to gain anything that a normal person wouldn't, if that makes sense. When I, f I follow you on Facebook, and yes, you do dine out a lot. Uh, a little bit. But, <laughs> but as you mentioned, you do also home cook a lot, and you brought in a pizza today that described the pizza, because that was outstanding. So pizza is, is my passion and my kryptonite. Um, as a young youngster, adult, late teen, I, I worked in a pizza shop for almost nine years. All aspects. This was up in Pennsylvania, Northeast. So the prevalent style is New York style pizza, and that's what I cut my teeth on. Uh, that's where I learned to be comfortable in a kitchen and. Uh, 
burn my skin a lot on the very hot ovens. Yeah. But uh, so I've I've since then been making pizzas at home. Um, have all the recipes up in my head that I used to make back 30 plus years ago and continue to do so. Um, a life goal is to some point open a place, uh, you know, at times I've been more serious than others, but, uh, I really enjoy it. And I, I enjoy introducing people who have not had Northeast style pizza to it. Uh, there, there are some good places around definitely for sure, yeah. but it's not quite the same. Well, a big difference between Detroit pizza, Chicago, deep dish pizza mm-hmm. and, and Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. yeah, New York style seems to be my go-to. I kind of got spoiled when I went to Grimaldi's in okay. Brooklyn okay. and uh, where they expect you to fold it in half. I don't know if you noticed this when we had a slice. That's the first thing I did was I folded it. You did. And uh, ate it like a taco. Yeah, and proceeded to drop sausage down your shirt. But yeah, yeah. That's, we got the whole experience. It's, you immerse yourself, Steve. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> spent all day on that. So COVID shut down a bunch of restaurants, but now that we're kind of in the tail end, it's a lot of restaurants are opening in Mansfield, and uh, so we thought we'd touch on uh, some of the new restaurants that um, that have come to town. And I kind of have to start with uh, our current trivia question of the week sponsor, and that's Torchies has only been open. Uh, Two weeks. Yeah, about that. Two weeks. They've been open two weeks. I've already been there three times. Took them long enough. Torchies there in the shops at Broad. And you're a fan of Torchies? I love Torchies. Love Torchies. Do you have a favorite taco? Um, the trailer park, which is the fried chicken, but you must get it trashy. Anything uh, you order trashy means they smothered in their delectable queso. So if you're a queso fan, you must check out Torchies, period. I've been told that it's award-winning queso. I would not doubt that. And I, I, who knows what award it was? Maybe they awarded themselves the the queso. But uh, yeah, every time we go, it, chips and queso. It's working. And uh, there's something. The 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 one thing I noticed that um, it's not fake Mexican cheese. That they they actually use cotija cheese. Nice. Not only on their tacos, but there's also a little bit sprinkled in their queso. And and that. As a guy who's married to a Mexican, as a guy who is enveloped into the Mexican culture, if you're going to go to a Mexican restaurant, that's important to me. Absolutely. That that if they're going to use authentic uh, ingredients, yeah, that, that, that means a lot. And the fact that my wife, Maria... Absolutely loved her tacos at Torchies. Yeah. And she thought, ah, you know, we're going to another American chain. And she walked away the first night going, we'll be back. And oh, there's the variety is out, off the charts. And how many places have you been to where they put feta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I believe you can get the queso with uh, chorizo, correct? I think so. Mm. I think so. And chorizo, shoot, I had chorizo just yesterday. <laughs> uh, chorizo con huevos. Chorizo tacos. A lot of Asian places have opened up and even more are about to open and, uh, between uh, Korean and sushi and um, tons, tons. Little soul. Little soul. Uh, Korean fast food. Uh, and I wouldn't call it fast food. It's it's great for takeout. Uh, it's a restaurant nestled in the complex where Market Street is, off of Broad Street near 360. Uh, it is what I like to can, uh, call subway style. So you go in and you build your own 
meal. You go down an assembly line, kind of like you're building a sub at Subway. Uh, you can choose noodles or rice or even lettuce as, a, as your base in a bowl. I think they even do burritos on certain days as well. Uh, choose your meats, choose your toppings, uh, all sorts of things. Everything is fresh. Everything is made in-house, including the kimchi and the bulgogi. And they have spicy seasoned chicken, um, a lot what, of vegetarian options. Here's what surprised me about Little Soul is that every time I've gone out to eat Korean food, it's been, whether it's been grilled right there on your table, there's a place in Dallas on Royal Korea House. Okay. Every table has a hibachi on it. So you're eating hot Korean food. And the dishes at Little Soul are served cold. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, A, that's different. Uh, B was actually very refreshing. It works. Absolutely works. Yeah. Absolutely works. It's I, it's a place where I would take to go and sit out at the patio overlooking the pool where it's a little warm outside. And you know what? I want something that's really good, something that's seasoned well, something that... Um, but it's served cold. And so you're not competing with the heat of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little and, soul. And yeah, they have the variety of sauces even they offer is, is you won't find that anywhere. And the people are extremely friendly. So definitely stop in. You're a sushi guy. Love sushi. You love Kids su- love sushi too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My wallet doesn't, but <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fortunate here in Mansfield. Up on Debbie Lane near, uh, near Matlock is... Uh, not sure if it's pronounced Geo or Geo or uh, let's call it Sushi Geo. Sounds uh, good. We'll get I, a little Italian flair. All right. Now, I've not been there, but uh, you have. Yes. Uh, I went last week, uh, saw a recommendation on Facebook in one of the, the chat groups and uh, was was blown away. Blown away. Very small uh, in a strip mall. Family run. Uh, it looked like the mother, father, and son were working there. That was it. Mm-hmm. Father was rolling the sushi. Mom was back and forth between the kitchen to the counter, and, and son was doing front of house, helping the the customers. And um, it's very quaint. Uh, Debbie Lane near where? So it's in one of the newer strips. Okay. Um, heading. South from like where La Gondola is and Blue Mint, uh-huh. um, before you get to Calloway's. Gotcha. So it's going to be on that same side. All right. Yeah, I, I don't remember. We recall what else was there in the in the strip, but um, it's set up very cute. It's you know sort of a horseshoe shaped sushi bar, mm-hmm. um, and then they have a few tables. Uh, they were very busy when we were there, and it was uh, Sunday around three thirty or four because we were on our way to the airport to take my daughter back. Do you recall what you had? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I rely on my daughter, my oldest daughter, to set the benchmark. And her to-go to roll is a spider roll, which is a fried soft-shell crab rolled within a California roll. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows what's good and what's not. And her de facto is it's a sushi. We've been going there for years. And she ordered that here and said it was better. And that's the first time I've heard her say that. And it was, I think, a dollar cheaper. So their prices are very reasonable. I had a red chili roll, which was basically all seafood uh, and rice in a rolled you know, rice roll. Um, wasn't really spicy, but it had some uh, togarashi, which is a seasoning, a red pepper seasoning they use in Japan. It gives it sort of a smoky spice. Absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. So you recommend it? Highly. Great menu. Uh, 
they have don't, it's not just sushi either. They have some some hot uh, offerings as well, like plates and bento boxes and oh. all that good stuff. Soups, salads. Also, just opened uh, within the past two or three months up on 287, just north of Walnut Creek. There on the service road is JJ Cafe. Yes, and. I've been there. I think you said you've you've been there. I have not yet. Oh, you've it's, not it, been there. It's on my list. Okay, I've, I've, a lot of people have talked about it to me. Very good, JJ Cafe. And from what I keep reading on Facebook, breakfast is excellent. Mm-hmm. And I'm just an eggs and bacon kind of guy. Right, right. So, you know, how difficult is it to screw up uh, over medium with uh, hash browns? And uh, You'd be and surprised, <laughs> but no. They, <laughs> JJ's uh, originally from Arlington. They have their original location there, and it's been a mainstay uh, for years and years. So I was very happy to see them expanding to Mansfield. Um, yet to try it. But as you yeah. said, uh, my gauge is based on hash browns. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than getting non-crispy or overcooked hash browns with no salt yep. or pepper, no seasoning. Uh, it's such a turnoff. Crispy hash browns. Mm. Oh, oh you're, stop it, Steve. You're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I want breakfast now. Tell me about Sweet Rice. Sweet Rice uh, opened just last week. Uh, last Friday on, the uh, I think, the 18th. Uh, again, it is in the complex that houses Market Street. It's actually right next door to Little Soul. So we have you know, our, our little restaurant rogue action going on there. And uh, Sweet Rice is a blend of uh, Laotian and Thai food. Hmm. Um, so you're going to have your, your typical Thai dishes, um, such as your, your Pad Thai, uh, your Pad Siu, uh, Pad Krapao, um, you know, basically stir-fried dishes with uh, rice noodles and a bunch of fresh vegetables and, and whatever kind of protein you check you like. Uh, and then also some Laotian dishes, such as larb, which is kind of a mixed, I would uh, classify it as a salad, really, I guess. So you have larb on there, uh, a couple other dishes commonly associated with uh, Laotian food. But again, you, you pick your level of spice, you know, whether you like it really spicy or not. Um, very large menu, a great selection of appetizers. We tried their Thai chicken wings, and they were absolutely fantastic, which were sort of like marinated in some sort of Thai seasonings and then fried. Is this where the burger place used to be, Burger I.M.? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. We're going to get into burgers here in a second. (laughs) Wait, there's burgers in Mansfield? (laughs) (laughs) I did did a, a Google Maps search from Broad and Holland, over by the stadium, to Broad and Main Street, because I wanted to know how many burger places were on Broad or just steps off of Broad. I'm going to say nine. Nine between Holland and Main Street. I counted 14. Okay. If you include yes. like Market Street that has burgers in there. I, and I don't think Market Street made the list, but um, <laughs> so but Denny's 15. made the list. Yeah. Um, so Denny's and Wendy's and uh, Burger IM back when they were open um, in Hat Creek. And, and there is a Shell station at the corner of 287 mm-hmm. and Broad. Burgers and Tacos. Burgers and Tacos. That made the list. Uh, there are two Sonics. There, um, and then you've got Dairy um, Queen. Uh, Dairy Queen. And you've got Twisted Root, and you've got Stevens Garnet Grill, and and the list just went on and it's so, f- f- yeah. <laughs> and because we're talking hamburgers, uh, Twisted Root's coming back. We are back, finally. Uh, a little sign of normalcy returning. 
uh, saw the news a couple of weeks ago. I don't know the exact date yet. I know they were hiring yep. uh, and looking to staff up and getting things ready. Uh, I have not heard word on tacos and avocados or the brewery that was adjoining. Yep, by the horns. Um, hopefully, with the Twisted Root reopening, that'll push whatever plans are in place for that spot. Uh, that was a that was a great central location for the city. I think you and I saw the same post that they were estimating sometime in July mm-hmm. that, that Twisted Root would open, and it might. Uh, it's time for onion strings. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, the, the burger with the onions and the jalapenos and the barbecue sauce. Hmm. Yes. Good stuff. Yes. Also, brand new, brand new right here in Mansfield. If you're into a, a, a fine dining where you, you've got your own liquor locker, I mean, it's, there it is. Mm-hmm. The Vault by El Primo's just opened uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they're, they're still in the, the embryonic stages where they're doing a, a limited menu with, uh, with appetizers, but right. eventually they're going to go a little more full-blown. Um, their, their chef was hired out of Louisiana, so mm-hmm. there'll be a little uh, uh, seasoning and somewhat of a, a, a Cajun uh, flavor to, to everything else they everything that they put out. Oh, let's hope. Let's um, hope. I've only seen photos. I do intend to go there probably within the next couple of weeks, maybe for a a curiosity date night. Yeah, absolutely. I think mid-July is when they were planning on offering the full menu. Um, Hopefully, they'll be up to speed. I'm excited to try it as well. So, we've covered a lot of different types of food from sushi to uh, from uh, to family dining to hamburgers to to fine dining and uh, other uh, Asian food as well. So, in other words, Mansfield, it's time to get out and eat. Mansfield's growing. Um, so is the culinary scene. Uh, I love it. I, I'm really excited about the recent trend and the push for the Asian-inspired restaurants um, because that's just the variety uh, is so back and forth everywhere you go. Um, it's not your typical burger, you know. It's not your your same old chicken wings or right. or pizza. That's whatever. Um, so it's it's nice to have some more variety here. Well, as you mentioned, that uh, sweet rice was Laotian and Thai, mm-hmm. and then you've got Korean right next door, right and next then, door, and then across the street you got pho, which is Vietnamese. Absolutely, and, you have a tea, you have a boba tea it, uh, place in the same strip, right? You know, a couple stores down. It's great. I love seeing it. And if you, if people who are familiar with going up to like Carrollton. Uh, Frisco, some of the areas up there where there are predominantly Asian influenced type of retail and restaurants and everything. Uh, Super H Mart is a giant food store up there. You know, all Asian inspired or Asian influenced type of food. It's amazing just to walk around and see, hear, smell, experience. Right. You know, something completely different than they might be used to. Like going out uh, Division Street out into Grand Prairie. where uh, Pioneer and Carrier is the Hong Kong market. Yes. Uh, they call it the, the um, Hong Kong Times Square, I believe. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's a, an entire mall that is nothing but Asian businesses. Yes. Um, everything from Vietnamese to Chinese to Korean. Um Amazing restaurants out there and things you won't find anywhere except if you travel way up above Dallas. All right, Mansfield, get out and eat. 
Ted Wood, always a pleasure to have you here in the studio. I love coming in. We'll do it again. Please do. Thanks for the pizza. Absolutely. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will have the latest Mansfield news, talk, and information. We will also talk in studio with one of Mansfield's finest citizens. Until then, don't forget to follow this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy just to enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Reporters Stacy Main and Dennis Webb. Moment with the Mayor feature Michael Evans. Texas Health Tip Katrina Brown. Home Improvement feature Terry Radswin. Cocktail of the Week feature Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield.